You're listening to the Mountain Practice Journeys podcast, a comfy, cozy place for private practice introverts, highly sensitive therapists, and solopreneurs who help and heal. This is the place for practical, nature-based, magical support for your business and life. Hello there, and welcome back to the Mountain Practice Journeys podcast. I'm your host, Cindy. Here in episode 64, I continue on with the topic of how to start a podcast and share the basic tools you'll need to get started, along with my specific recommendations. In episode 61, I talk about the initial planning of a podcast and share some basic considerations for getting started, including the name, description, topics, frequency, and format. So give it a listen if you haven't yet. But for today, I'll be sharing information about hosting, equipment, and editing. Let's start with hosting. For those of you who may not know what hosting is exactly, it is basically where your podcast audio files are stored and then distributed. So when you have your audio file, you'll upload it to your podcast host, where it is securely stored, and then you can tell the host to distribute it to all the podcasting platforms, such as Apple, Spotify, and many more. I absolutely love Buzzsprout for podcast hosting. I researched many different podcast hosts when I was getting started, and Buzzsprout was the best in my opinion. There are many things that I love about Buzzsprout, and one is the design of the platform and the ease of use. As a web designer, I really appreciate a clean, simple, and user-friendly design, and Buzzsprout has this, but they also have a ton of features too. Buzzsprout has amazing stats pages so that you can see how your episodes are performing, and you can easily submit your podcast to many directories, such as Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many more. A really helpful feature from Buzzsprout is dynamic content. This makes it easy to add an audio file, such as an ad, promotion, or announcement around your main content. The recording will be applied to all new episode uploads and can be optionally applied to your entire episode history. This makes it really easy to add current and up-to-date announcements to your content, as well as remove it when it's no longer relevant. I could talk about Buzzsprout all day, but I'll leave it at this for now. Be sure to check out the show notes for my referral link for Buzzsprout, and you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card after being on a paid plan for two months. Next, let's move on to equipment. I'll share with you the microphone setup and accessories that I have. You can go all out on equipment, but it's not necessary to go broke trying to set up your podcast. You can honestly get started with your cell phone or your computer. I'll talk more about the actual producing of a podcast, as well as my opinion on sound quality in the next episode of this series, coming up in three weeks, so be on the lookout for episode 67. First, I want to talk about the microphone. I did my research, and it seemed to be that two microphones kept coming up. One was the Samson Q2U, and the other was the Blue Yeti. I don't want to get too technical here, but I do want to point out the main difference between these two microphones. The Samson Q2U is a dynamic microphone, and the Blue Yeti is a condenser microphone. I'm definitely no audiophile, but the basic difference is that dynamic microphones are great for general voice recording, while condenser microphones are more sensitive and can produce a higher sound quality, but they are also known to pick up more background noise. 
I went with the Samson Q2U and I'm really glad that I did. Since it's just me recording in my office at home, I needed a microphone that would pick up my voice, but not the echoes in the room, the sounds of the traffic on the highway, or the dog barking next door. In my opinion, a dynamic microphone works best for me when podcasting. I'm not dissing condenser microphones as they have their place, but I see them being used more in a professional studio with high-quality soundproofing when very detailed audio needs to be captured. Personally, I've known several podcasters switch from the Blue Yeti to the Samson Q2U because it's better suited to their needs. As far as microphone accessories go, I recommend a pop filter, a boom arm, and a shock mount. I'll not go into all the specifics of these accessories, but they will help add to your sound quality. Now let's talk about headphones. Everything that I've shared with you so far is reasonably priced, but I did splurge on my headphones, so I just want you to know that there are many affordable options out there that will serve you well. I do recommend having some type of headphones, though. They really help you to better keep track of sound quality in the moment, especially when recording interviews. I have the Bose QuietComfort 35-2 headphones. They are wireless, noise-canceling Bluetooth headphones. They do live up to their name, as they are both quiet and comfortable. The links to the Samson Q2U, the Bose headphones, and all the accessories that I just mentioned will be in the show notes. Finally, I want to share what I use for editing. I went for the most simple and convenient option, and that was GarageBand, which comes pre-installed on Mac computers. I really enjoy it. It was easy to learn how to use, especially with a plethora of tutorials on YouTube. I'll talk more about editing in episode 67, but for now, I just wanted to share with you the editing software that I use. I hope that you found this overview of tools helpful. Basically, I use a laptop with recording software, a microphone with a few optional accessories, and headphones. That's it. If you're thinking of starting a podcast, it really doesn't need to be complicated. Some of my favorite podcast hosts just record themselves speaking on their phone and upload the audio file. That's it. Often we will use the excuse of not having the right equipment or tools, and that's why we can't start the thing when it's actually procrastination and fear getting in the way. If you want to start a podcast and all you have right now is a phone, you can get started. That's the hardest part. You can get the quote-unquote right equipment later. It's not about the equipment. It's about your belief in yourself. You got this. Welcome to the Acorn segment. With each solo episode, I'll be drawing a tarot card to help provide some magical inspiration and insight. The card for this episode is the Eight of Wands reversed. I'll describe the card for those of you who may not be familiar. The Eight of Wands features eight wands that appear to be sailing through the air amidst a clear blue sky background. The Eight of Wands in its reverse position can indicate that you are resisting change. In what ways are you blocking your own flow by thinking too much and creating a frenzy around you? In the world we live in today, we are constantly being bombarded with new ideas and pressure to do more. This card is a sign to step back, slow down, and consider what you really want. When you take this time, you will realize that you can get all the things done that need to be done. You can do this by removing all the things that have been placed upon you that were never yours to begin with. Reflect on all the things going on in your life. It may seem like there's just too many things. Now take the time to rest and recenter so you can discover what you really want and the direction that you want to be going. Now gently lay down all that you've been carrying that isn't yours. 
I'll post a picture of the card along with a message today on my Instagram at Mountain Practice Journeys. So head on over and let me know if this message resonates with you at this time. Thank you so much for joining me today. For episode 65, I'll be chatting with Rebecca Lee of Just Living Therapy about the systems, institutions, and societal expectations that create our landscape. If you haven't yet listened to episode 63, I urge you to do that. In that episode, I spoke with Dr. Shannon South, where she uncovered the seven subconscious survival traps. And don't forget, I'll continue on with this topic for part three and share more about producing a podcast in episode 67, which will air in three weeks. I'm truly grateful that you choose to join me here for practical, nature-based, magical support for your business and life. For more inspiration and to see what I'm up to, join me over on Instagram at Mountain Practice Journeys. If you're enjoying yourself here, please head over to Apple Podcasts and hit those five stars and I'll be over the moon. And if you'd like to work with me, join me in Forest Mind, my cozy small group mastermind for private practice introverts, highly sensitive therapists, and solopreneurs who help and heal. May the forest be with you.